BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The overall tax plan, I think, works for workers. And here's why. You've got to look at it in context of our economic war with China. You can't separate the tariffs and what he's doing on the 301s, what he's doing on trying to stop intellectual property theft and appropriation from the taxes. The taxes principally were to make our companies competitive with Germany and China. The, 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 the personal tax rates, which I didn't totally agree with, right, because there's more of the trickle down, uh, is something that had to be used to get this thing passed. So that's Steve Bannon a while back explaining that the the Trump tax cut was meant to offset the pain that was going to come with the tariff war. Right. I actually heard somebody use that um, argument against Trump on one of the Sunday talk shows. Look, all the gains that they made here in Pennsylvania with the tax cut, they're losing it all through the tariff war. Well, that was supposed to be an offset now. If that was the point, Steve Bannon's on some show talking about it. I haven't heard Trump explain that to anybody. No, no. Uh, why don't we usher in the fabulous Deborah J. Saunders, White House correspondent from the Las Vegas Review Journal, currently at their D.C. bureau, I believe, uh, to discuss this and more. Hey, Deborah, how are you? Hard to believe that Steve Bannon is no longer with this administration, isn't it? Well, I tell you what, the, the complete lack of reporting on that angle, and this is one of the most poorly reported stories I remember in recent years, as everybody is just looking at it purely through the lens of, do I like Trump or dislike Trump? Um, this is a really big, interesting, important negotiation they're in the middle of. This is, you know, everything, the, the Trump presidency hangs on this. Because, as you know, because we know that, uh, go ahead, say it, China. China. 
That's right. Trump said the the big issue for him was that he was going to take on China and that he was going to he was going to do what he could to get China to have fair trade practices. And 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 now we're in the middle of it. And one of two things is going to happen. Trump's going to win or he's not. If Trump wins, it's a big gain for the U.S. economy. It hurts China. And I think we'll have a, we'll have a great economy through 2020, and his chances of being reelected are certainly, you know, better than even, right? If he loses, and we have a, and this is a prolonged trade war, it's going to hurt the U.S. economy. It's going to hurt him uh, among his base, which has really stood behind him up till now, and 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 maybe for a while. We just don't know how long, uh, and. Uh, He's not going to come across as the great deal maker that he said he was, and it will be ugly. Hey, I want to point something out, partly for our listeners and partly for you, Deborah. We talked about this, I think it was last hour. Uh, we got a great note from an eminent uh, thinker and, um, well, uh, somebody who knows about Chinese-American trade and has lived and worked in China for 40 years. He says, in China, there's a significant and growing body of academics, business people, and policymakers who agree that most of what the U.S. is demanding of China is in China's long-term interest. So while in the short term, I think it would be more beneficial for the U.S. than China, there are plenty of Chinese who think we need to sign this deal and continue our move to economic modernity. So I just thought that was worth noting, but... Uh, as usual, I found the Trump administration's messaging on this uh, a bit haphazard. Yeah, it's always interesting to know that Trump is both uh, maybe the greatest political communicator of my lifetime and the worst at the same time. I mean, sometimes he communicates thoughts and feelings to crowds in a way that nobody can, and everybody's cheering. And then on stuff like this, I feel like he counts on pundits on Fox News to explain his policies to people because he doesn't really. I haven't heard him go out there and make the argument to farmers, look, it's going to hurt for a while. I realize this, but this is what's going to be like for you in the future. Why doesn't he do that? He, he does it on Twitter. He's been doing tweets saying, yes, He's it's trying to count farmers. on all farmers to read his, tw- his tweets? Yeah, <laughs> I guess they get up early, milk the cows, and read his tweets. <laughs> um, but, but, I mean, there are, he, and he said, um, this, is going, um, this is going to hurt China, that if you don't want to uh, pay tariffs and you shouldn't be manufacturing in China, you can move to another low-cost country to manufacture like Vietnam. And, yes, farmers are going to be hurt in the long run. It's going to help you. We've got this $15 billion fund that we can give to farmers that will help ease the pain somewhat. I know manufacturers are going to be hurt, but in the end, it will be in their interest. He's been saying all that on Twitter. Well, listen, you got to go to the White House and tell them to hire Joe Getty as their new uh, communications <laughs> director. Because if I were in charge, I would be out there. I would have the president. I would have uh, all of his uh, spokespeople saying, all we want is for China to follow the rules they agreed to when they joined the World Trade Organization. We've been letting them slide now for damn near a couple of decades, and they're ripping us off. We don't want them to rip us off anymore. It kind of reminds me of the NATO thing. Look, I didn't decide this. This was decided by others a long time ago. I'm just trying to enforce the rules. Actually, it fits in with immigration, too. I'm enforcing the rules, the laws that other people passed, whether it's the World Trade Organization, our own Congress, or whoever. Other people were letting it slide. That's kind of interesting. You're right. 
Um, you would know more about this because you're you're so close to Trump and follow him and everything like that. I can't imagine him personally backing down just because he's the kind of the kind of guy he is. I can see him taking this to the end. But will the Republican Party cave on him at some point? Well, I mean, these are trade negotiations. I I mean, the the party has stuck with him amazingly. And when you think about what a free trade party the Republican Party has been, the fact that he has this much support and that basically – even even free trade senators are trying to give him a pass on this. I think because of the point you made, everybody knows it's in our interest to have this work. That if Trump can get the concessions he's looking for, it's good for the U.S. economy and the country comes out stronger. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> My mind wandered for a second. Well, you, his, we? his personality, yeah. can you see him yeah. backing down? Well, you know, he did back down on the budget. And so we've seen that before, where when there was a government shutdown, he did back down once. I don't see him doing that on this one, except, you know, if you can, if, here's the thing. He likes this personal relationship that he has with she, and these personal relationships mean a lot to him. Um, I guess my only question would be, if the Chinese can convince him that the deal that China wants is Trump winning, maybe something like that happens. Um, otherwise, this is his signature issue. This is the thing that he really wants to win. But if China is just going to be intransigent and the U.S. economy continues to get pummeled and it's already started, at some point in time, a reasonable person would cry uncle. And then the question is, then why did you get us into this problem? Hmm. And that's and that's the thing I can't imagine, the, the, the situation that Donald Trump cannot want to be in. Deborah J. Saunders, White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review-Journal on the line, talking about the, uh, the trade uh, negotiation that's going on. What do your sources say, uh, Deborah, about, oh, speaking of mind-wandering, um, Oh, what was I going to ask? Because it was important. China trade (laughs) was something you just said. It was uh, I got distracted. I'm looking at AOC's Twitter page, and oh man, she is something. (laughs) Um, Oh, what I hear is that all of the material issues have been decided, and they're just hung up on enforcement mechanisms. Is that what you're hearing? Well, I mean, what Trump's saying is we agreed on everything, and then they took it all back. Oh yeah, that's what they're, they're saying. We we we. Agreed, we're ninety five percent there, and then China just said no, and this is, and this is a, a negotiating tactic, and that then so we're supposed to give up the concessions we won. Mm. Well, I guess we'll we'll find out in time, but I, I still think a deal will be struck, and I think it will be enormously positive. Um, but but we shall see. You're you're talking about a totalitarian regime, and if there's one thing totalitarians who are good at their jobs know, that if they give a little, they might lose everything. Because when it comes to control, you know, there's only, you know, there's control, and then there's not control. Deborah J. Saunders, White House correspondent, Las Vegas Review-Journal. Thanks a million, Deb. Thank you. We will talk to you soon. I had never thought of that about that before until I started rambling on there, but there are three issues there where Trump could have done could still do a better job of arguing, look, I'm just enforcing the rules that already existed. Mm -hmm. The NATO countries agreed to paying this much. They weren't. I'm going to make them pay how much they agreed to. He doesn't value NATO. He wants to tear apart NATO. Our immigration laws are this. I'm going to enforce them. He's a racist. If you don't like them, change the laws. And the WTO, the way they've set up everything, China's supposed to do this. They aren't. Right. I'm saying we need to enforce it. Right. Yeah. 
He didn't invent all these things, these new hard lines. He's willing to go through a little pain to enforce it, which none of his predecessors were, Republican or Democrat. Pretty interesting. Worth noting. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.